<laughs> Whoa. Oh, this is fair. Hope you like the kingdom of heaven. I know it's a new perspective for a lot of people coming out of Babylon in confusion. Coming out of their human perspective into a divine river of life, king of glory, throne of grace, perspective of the seven eyes of the slain lamb called the Holy Spirit of God. Gotta say it like that, Holy Spirit of God. I learned that in Africa. And so they talk in Africa. The Spirit of God. <laughs> he touched me. Big time. Show me on the doll where the Holy Spirit touched you. Mm -hmm. Baptized, totally drowned, underwater, dead to self, alive to Christ. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful time to be alive in the river of life and free in the Holy Ghost. It's a pretty horrible time to be in religion. And it's always been bad in rebellion. Pleasures of sin are temporary, and I think we're all burned out. I know I am long burned out. Woo, shaka. Just nothing there. Just burned Sodom to ashes, literally, with all of my rebellion. That's my testimony. Just wasn't even a drop of rebellion left to do. I'm like, yeah, time to move on. Next city. Let's try Jerusalem. Serious. And we sacrificed our bloodlines. We sacrificed our souls just to experiment in this new thing called Christianity. I tell you the truth because I have no idea what it is. Did not grow up Christian at all. <laughs> And uh, turns out there is a real Jesus, I had no idea. There's a real Christ, there's a real Holy Spirit, I had no idea. And uh, I've been living in a matrix lie of fallen angels and demons my whole cursed life in rebellion. So I think I'll just give everything in my soul to this unknown God. You know, and it's weird because the Jesus that I saw these people serving was weak and pale and skinny and impaled on a cross because I grew up Roman Catholic. Child molestation all around me and so it turned us into real demons because we know that Christianity is the devil. <laughs> We'd seen it our whole lives. The hypocrisy and the sorcery and the, the wickedness. Nothing there. Just all about money. It's all about control and power and religion, manipulation and sexual immorality, secret pleasure, secret sin, pedophilia. Tell you the truth, child trafficking of the Roman Catholic abomination. It's everywhere. I mean, just in the Star Tribune yesterday, 16 more children come to the surface molested in the Twin Cities by priests. They're not priests in the order of Melchizedek, y'all. They're priests of fallen angels. That's why they love to suck the innocence out of young children. Because they have none of their own. They're demons. Hallelujah. God saved us from demons of religion. God saved us from the demons of rebellion. God saved us 
to the uttermost and filled us with himself with the spirit of adoption, we cry, Abba, Father. It's a wonderful time to be adopted into the kingdom of heaven above the pyramids of human energy and human abilities and human systems, Gog and Magog, the deceptions of everything human in the world. We live above the pyramids of the nations. All nations have pyramids, not just the USA with your pyramid on your $1 bill. And I'm not talking conspiracy, I'm just saying, hey, do we live in Egypt? I mean, whatever, you interpret that. I don't even get into Freemasonry, you know, people get so weird on that stuff. Next thing you know, they're a disciple of Alex Jones instead of Jesus Christ. You see it by the hundreds of thousands with these weirdos in America. Get a life. If you'd serve the Holy Ghost with such dedication as you serve conspiracy theories, some of you, you'd be a real disciple by now. Instead, you're still filled with fears and phantoms. Phantom fears have been my rivals, says the Lord, the Lord of all angel armies, Jesus Christ, the one who has sealed us in our foreheads with the mind of Christ. It is written, book of Revelation of Jesus Christ. You ever read that book? And I like to boast in my glory, the glory of the Lamb, because it reveals all the foolishness of Lucifer in your minds. I've read the book of Revelation over a thousand times. I remember when I started out in ministry in 2006 in the Assemblies of God missionary style in the inner city here, working with Christ Church on Lake Street there. I told that to my friend, the pastor there. He got so offended because I was so much more highly educated than him. He couldn't handle it. I ended up getting kicked out because I was a greater pastor than him in 2006. We leave the meeting and I go out in the street in front of Sonny's there on Lake in Chicago. Three gangbangers come in front of me, push a kid down to the ground. Five shots, point blank range, through this kid's head. Teenager, blew his brains out right in front of me. That was like the first three months of inner city missionary work in Minneapolis, Minnesota, USA. And I said, oh, this is what we're getting ourselves into, mafia style. You know, and I'd come out of extreme criminal activity, extreme drugs, extreme alcohol. You know, I'd always hang out with the scumbags. I don't know what my problem was. You know, four different high schools. I was just such a damn loser. And I'd just hang out with the gangbangers, with the Crips, with the Bloods, with the GEDs, with the mind bogglers, with whatever. Just the worst of the worst everywhere I went, like the scum of the earth. And I don't even know why it is, it's just what happened, you know? I didn't, I'd love for it to be an easier life, it just didn't happen that way. It would have been so much easier having just a normal life. But I was just thrown into chaos and confusion in a world I didn't create. And I know you have a similar testimony, all you guys. And some of you just had mediocre lives and you're coming out of complacency. Everyone's testimony is great, whether it's mafia or whether it's just religion or rebellion or whatever. Just a normal millennial, you know, bewitched, full of Lucifer. We hear it all. I mean, we deal with religious old people, religious young people. Rebellious old people, rebellious young people. I can't believe how many old people do hard drugs. You know, I live in this neighborhood where crack cocaine is a total epidemic. And you see them smoking crack in front of my house almost every day. 
And I talk to them, you know, I go out there and they scurry like cockroaches. Every time I mow my lawn for nine years here in North Minneapolis, there's about 10 crack baggies that I have to pick up, at least 10. My front porch is filled with bullet holes. That happened when uh, Donald Trump was elected. They mowed my whole front porch down with guns, you know, like it was my fault or something. <laughs> and then when he got inaugurated, they blew my car up with machine gun fire. Like it's my fault, you know, Donald Trump's elected. I'm not even political. They just, you know, have so much anger in them in the hood, in the inner city of America. Just so much rage, because life has been a freaking nightmare. I mean, everyone I talk to here, and I hang out with all the gangsters in Minneapolis, I know everyone in the whole city. I know the Mexican Mafia, I know the Irish Mafia, I know the Russian Mafia, I know everyone in Minneapolis. Been doing this inner city missions thing. I'm like the preacher, the pastor, you know, of the scum of the earth. Just inner city missions, the real deal. 11 years we've been doing this, and you'd just be shocked, you guys. I don't know a single one involved in criminal activity that hasn't lost a close family member, and almost all of them grew up bastards. You know, that's how Satan makes you so evil in the tree of the knowledge of evil, is we will hurt you and break you. Everything around you will die. And you're such a bastard that Lucifer literally becomes your father. That's how it works. And that's how Satan fathers his sons, to make them as wicked as possible. I talk with so many men and women that are sons and daughters of Lucifer, willingly, on purpose, like the real deal. The real deal in America. The real deal. Your elites that have totally sold out to the devil willingly. And everyone, they, it's almost like in a weird, sadistic, reptile way of their warped minds in Satan's starlight, they lean on my shoulder and tell me how bad it is even being a successful American. I hear it all the time, like, I had to spend $30,000 on surgery. I'm divorced. My wife doesn't even let me talk to the kids. And these are rich people that I deal with all the, over Minneapolis and all over the world. It's just like, even amongst your Rothschilds and your Rockefellers, you know, is there sympathy for a sorcerer here? Actually, you'd be surprised. Quite a lot. The Son of God has sympathy for sorcerers. The sons and daughters of Lucifer have made terrible decisions, and even your globalists, your elites, and your rich, and I'm talking real rich, I'm talking Wall Street rich, I'm talking George Soros, Yorgi Schwartz rich, I'm talking billionaire stuff, like Bilderberg Group rich. They've made terrible decisions. Most of them are completely ignorant to the angel world of Satan and his angels. The universe, the heavens, and the stars, and the sands, completely and totally ignorant. I mean, like I'm telling you, you just get rich enough and you'll just be invited into these secret societies. It's how it's always been with every nation. That's how Rome was. That's how Greece was. That's how Israel was. That's how the United Kingdom is and the USA is right now. It's always been that way. Jesus Christ warned you. The pagan world, the heathen world, is a system of dogs and sorcerers, it is written in the red letters. 
It is a kingdom of dogs and a kingdom of sorcerers. Was Jesus lying to us? Every sorcerer I've ever talked to, whether they're involved in real Luciferian sorcery or they're in Christian religion and they don't even know that they're sorcerers and they're just pastors of religion. Either way, it's still starlight. It's still sorcery. Everyone I talk to, they have a testimony. <laughs> I can just feel that thing. I don't know. The pterodactyl just flying over Mordor. Set the captives free. Oh. Yeah. And you gotta set the captives free because most prisoners don't know they're prisoners in the system of dogs and sorcerers. It's just like, ha ha ha, he's so extreme, he's so fanatical. It's a cult. You know, that's what the Sun, the main newspaper of the United Kingdom, they did an article on Red Letter Ministries a few years ago, and they said, transatlantic cult, you know, inspires cult followers to get high on Jesus. That was the article in The Sun, S-U-N, which is sorcery, because it's run by Freemasons, USA and UK, and so they'll do anything to fight the King of Glory and the King of Righteousness, include, include just destroy Red Letter Ministries. They hate us. I mean, these sorcerers, like, to my face, I'll talk with Freemasons and Scottish right in the USA, and it's just like, <laughs> it is so bizarre, our conversations. It'll be in the history books, I guarantee it. The stuff I've had to talk to the devil about through humans who have surrendered their souls to demons and fallen angels. It's just so bizarre over the last several years what we've had to go through to bring revival into the USA, into the UK, and destroy the sorcery of Freemasonry is absolutely bizarre. How deep some of these bloodlines, these Illuminati families have given their hearts and minds to Satan. It's, and they prey on human unbelief in the demonic realm. They prey on there is no devil. And Satan doesn't exist. It's just a Hebrew fiction. And the synagogue of Satan has always preyed on the ignorance of the human nature and the human sin and the mediocrity of the lukewarmness is you're not going to ever believe in what I walk in so we'll just use you as dogs to make money and that's how it works in the USA and the UK and it's just slavery to money it's absolutely a system built up to enslave the masses to the Illuminati <laughs> it is the sons and daughters of Lucifer have set themselves up to rule the world as gods. And not in our generation. Like, for hundreds and hundreds of years. And that is the sin of the royal family of England, which is the source of all Freemasonry in all the world, I tell you the truth. They set this thing up to ensnare the nations with fallen angels, their fathers. That's what Freemasonry is. That's your control systems and why everything is so confusing and warped religiously, politically, and economically, educationally, and all the seven mountains of human flesh worldwide. Men and women have been willingly giving their souls to Satan and his angels for 6,000 years. It's called sorcery. Some people say warlock, but the warlock word isn't in the Bible. The word in the book of Acts over and over again is the Apostle Peter confronted the sorcerer. 
His name was Bar Jesus. And a dark mist came on him and he was blinded. How dare you try to buy the Holy Spirit with money? It is written. The Apostle Paul confronted the sorcerer in dark mist and blinded him, fell upon him, and everyone on the island believed. It is written, Book of Acts. And then we read about in the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ is potent sorcery of Satan deceiving all nations which is all the religion and all the rebellion of the goat and the calf of Lucifer's nature worldwide. And we're dealing with it. The sons of God live above the pyramids of Lucifer and his human systems, and that's how we're able to destroy Babylon the Great and melt it down. And that's why you see this meltdown in Hollywood, this meltdown in politics. You've never seen people more angry in politics regardless of whatever goat and calf God uses. I mean, that doesn't matter. It's just human flesh. The Holy Spirit used a donkey. I think he can use Donald Trump. The Holy Spirit uses mafia. That's how Teen Challenge was started. You know, it saved my life in 1999. The Holy Spirit always uses the worst people on purpose to mess with your goat human pride. Nobody is good in their own nature. No one's born good. And it's like these mommies have to figure it out, but my baby is so cute. Yeah, well, you believe all that nonsense. You know, be smoking pot at age 12 and probably have STDs by 13. You know? Dead by 17 and gangbanging. Seen it thousands of times. Such an innocent boy. Such an innocent girl. Mm-hmm. Doesn't exist. It's a phantom of human ignorance. My people perish for lack of Knowledge, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of might, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord. There's one more. Wisdom. <laughs> Shaka. Oh, you guys are so smart. I can't wait to retire and just listen to your guys' ministries. And I'll just be here in the Von Dusen mansion with my polishing my Porsche collection as you guys do all the work. Hallelujah. <coughs> and that's how it's going down. Yeah. It's going down kingdom style. Your kingdom come. God the Father said to me today, Your kingdom come, Matthew 6, will not be fulfilled until all man's church systems are drowned and destroyed by the floods of grace. You know, God does not live in buildings made by human hands. Those are man's systems of pyramids. Gog and Magog. Acts 7.48, it is written. I mean, I don't think that's a lie. Because everywhere I read in the New Testament, the smallest church was an entire city, so I know you people are full of witchcraft. And I deal with these goats biting at me every single day of ministry for 11 years because they're totally deceived of Lucifer and they still serve the lie in the matrix and buildings made by human hands and wondering why their wife is dying of cancer. Wondering why your kids are you know, totally immoral and rebellious by 11 years old and you just can't control them and next thing you know they're in rehab because you still serve Satan and you haven't overcome the world and you're religious and so Satan has control over your families no matter how much you plead the blood and fast and pray and do all your Christian activity it means nothing if you disobey the Spirit of God it is written you're under the curse of the law until you obey the Spirit of God it is written so all the grace stuff and all the teaching and preaching and buildings made by human hands is worthless if you disobey the Spirit of God. 
And so the challenge to every pastor, every teacher, every evangelist, prophet, apostle, and, you know, son of God worldwide is obey the Spirit of God and let's see what happens. I already know what's going to happen, but they don't believe me because I'm too extreme. Like I'm a fanatic or something, you know. But I already know what's going to happen. They ain't going to obey. They're going to disobey because they truly love money more than Jesus. Just like Jesus said to the Pharisees. Because I've already tested them hundreds and hundreds of times. And I'm like, well, why don't you obey the Spirit of God? This isn't even what God's doing. And I go into their heart and I make them harden their hearts unto death. And that's why pastors die in freak accidents and prematurely all the time. It's because they disobey the Spirit of God and they serve the golden calf mammon and they actually choose Pharaoh, they choose Lucifer to get an inheritance in serving money instead of their inheritance in sacrificing their souls for the Spirit of God. And that's why the whole world is in total chaos and confusion, not because so much of the Freemasons and the Rothschilds and your central banks and the synagogue of Satan. No, because of the whore of Babylon that always hardens their heart towards the Spirit of God when told what to do by Jesus Christ their Master. Every day I deal with it. They disobey because they are not, in fact, God's offspring. They say they are, but they disobey. My Bible says those that obey the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And obeying the Spirit of God is heaven on earth. It just means I'll destroy all of your human buildings, all of your human systems, and drown the world in glory. And you hate that because you love secretly in your heart money more than the Holy Spirit. I've seen it thousands of times. That's just the human nature. You know, it's not like, oh, that's a specific person. That's like every person until their hearts are circumcised by the flashing sword of the tree of life. All human nature is that thing. All human minds do that. I mean, the greater the pressure of the throne of grace upon your minds, the more we reveal how wicked you people actually are. You're not good people. No one's good except the Father, it is written. None of us, you know? And we want to point out the teen challenge people, the gangbangers, they're obviously wicked, they need Jesus, but we're in the church pew playing the hypocrite more wicked than them. The older prodigal, Luke 15, weeped and gnashed his teeth as his little brother, coming from Las Vegas, having a different girl every night for years, spent millions of dollars gambling and whoring, living in a hotel room, smoking crack every day. What? You're not going to beat him up? You're going to let him just come in the kingdom and live the life of bliss? Unbelievable, Father. I can't deal with that, you know. And Luke 15, he couldn't deal with it. He just murdered his brother, and he screams at his dad because God is not religious. God is not religious. That is the revelation of the great awakening of the end times. The Father does not have a drop of religion in him. He's not controlling, and he doesn't beat you up, and he doesn't punish you. He forgives you your goat activity. Every single one of you have been a goat. Me too. Goat is pride. Calf is lust. What man or woman can say, oh, I haven't lusted or I haven't been prideful? Oh my God, it's the human nature. You're born in original sin. And those that say otherwise, well, <laughs> let's just have some more life experience. Yikes. Eek! You're going to have guttural demonic tongues coming out of your children. Oh, but he's so cute. Yeah. The return of Chucky doesn't exist. No one's good except the Father. 
Hallelujah. Oh, it's so sad. You know, I look in people's eyes and you can just see Satan in their souls. There's so much murder. It's always religion. You look in their eyes and it's just a golden calf and they're just bewitched, like dragon sickness, you know, they call it in The Hobbit. I'm just fascinated with riches and gold and glamour and that lifestyle of the Kardashians. And it's just such a, you know, G8 lifestyle. And they, Satan purposely anoints a couple idiots with that demonic anointing, makes them rich, and it's just like hangs it on a stick in front of everyone's face, and you'll never have that life. You just work for the pyramid on your $1 bill and be a good slave boy, be a good slave girl. You'll never be rich. You'll always be a slave. And that's why they do drugs and turn to alcohol. Because it's like, this sucks. I just want to escape. But I tell you the truth. God created this world for the sons of the Holy Spirit, not the sons of Lucifer. And we're taking the entire thing back in this generation. I know it won't take that long. I've been going after this thing 100% every day for 18 years. It won't take that long. It's only taken this long because we're so filled with goat and calf in our minds that we resist the Father putting the crown of life through our foreheads, which, which is the seven spirits of God, the Holy Spirit, taking control and possession and leading our lives. Because we're right in our own minds and we don't need the anointing. You know, we just memorize the New Testament and use it as a stick to beat people up with. You know, we don't need the Holy Spirit. I got the Bible. Yeah, the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible. And anyone that interprets the Bible without the Holy Spirit is a Pharisee, is a son and daughter of Satan, the goat. They serve the dead letter that kills, as it's written, instead of the life-giving Spirit, the second Adam, Jesus Christ. He's setting us free on mass, y'all. And this is it, the message of the sons of God. We reign from Zion, heavenly Jerusalem. And our reign is the reign of the Holy Spirit, the seven spirits of God the servant father before our throne. For surely God the Father is the greatest in his own kingdom. Therefore he is servant of all. Amen. Become a Promised Land partner. Check it out. RedLetterMen.com. We love you guys. Be blessed. See you tomorrow.